0: I feel
1: like I'm slowing things down. I apologize for that. Oh no, you're fine. That's okay. This is what D and D is,
2: right?
0: Yeah, (laughs) right.
3: (laughs) We add new people all the time. Nobody wants to just hear me and Monty talk. Monty, how you doing?
2: Uh, I'm okay. I just
3: said no one cares.
2: (laughs) In the town of White Sparrow, there's a giant.
3: Welcome back to Total Party Kill. Today, today we are starting off a new mini adventure. That's right. Today we will be playing the Queen of Redwater from the Fantastic Adventures series of adventures available from Sly Flourish. It's me, Tony sindelar a dungeon master, joined by assistant to the regional dungeon master, Dan Morin. Say hi, Dan. Hi, Tony. Very good. Moving on, uh, we are p- happy today to have a new collection, some new players, some new characters, and... Monty is also here. Uh, (laughs) Allow me to introduce our players. They will introduce their characters, and then we will return to the land of White Sparrow and jump into it. Uh, First off, uh, new to uh, Total Party Kill, uh, you may know her from her work on the Relay FM network. It's Rosemary Orchard. Hi, Rosemary. Hello, Tani. Rosemary, tell us who your character is and what they do.
4: Uh, My character is uh, Gim Eka, uh, which is difficult to pronounce, so good luck with that. Uh, She is a high elf bard, and we're going to have a lot of fun in the uh, purple clothing that I'm wearing and uh, pointy instruments.
3: Excellent. Uh, Also new to Total Party Kill, uh, you may know her from the Lions, uh, Tigers and Shields. Is that the right? Towers. I think I said one of those. I, although I type it as
0: Tigers all the time. It's Lions. I was Towers, like, wait a shield. minute.
3: That's yeah. That was like, I don't think there's any Tigers in there. I was trying to think of what movie. Company if only had a there were Tiger tigers. logo. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Lions, Towers, and Shields on the Incomparable Network. It is Shelley Brisbane, new to Total Party Kill. Hi, Shelly. Hello,
0: hello. I am Calith L- Lyoden. I can't even pronounce my own name. I am a high elf sorcerer.
3: That's right. Two high elves, the fanciest of elves so far. Um, next up, a uh, new to total party kill, uh, but you may have seen him or heard his voice on several incomparable network uh, podcasts. He gets around, uh, but not at all new to Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, we're very excited to have with us Cicero Holmes. Hi, Cicero. Oh, hey,
1: it's me. Hey, Tony, how you doing?
3: <laughs> I'm good. I'm- are you, did you do you have a character for us today? I, oh, um,
1: oh crap! Uh, I <laughs> knew there was something I was supposed to do. Uh, so I am playing Enevin, uh, or Enavon, It depends on how you want to pronounce him, uh, or them. They are a Asimar cleric. Okay,
3: and I know uh, from Monty Ashley's character in Shocktober that Asimares are beautiful and uh, otherworldly creatures. That is the extent of what I know about them. Um, Monty, I don't know. Monty's ASMR was kind of haughty, but maybe that was haughty. I a say. haughty. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 that is not the words I used. Uh, I don't know if that is a, a, a trait of all of them or just, just how Monty is. Uh, speaking of Monty, let's introduce Monty Ashley. Uh, he is on a lot of Total Party Kill. And guess what? He's on this one, too. Hi, Monty. Hi.
2: It's me, Monty. I'm playing again. Krong, the bugbear rogue. He's kind of a nightmare under the bed monster. And, mm. and lately I'm kind of thinking of him as Gossamer, the orange monster that leads such interesting lives from a couple Bugs Bunny cartoons with Witch Hazel in him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Monty, I believe this is your fourth mini-adventure, which is, so it's like your senior year for Krong, um, you know, so give it all you got. It's, it's my understanding Krong. that
2: Krong will be retired or murdered or something. <laughs>
3: Something uh, we can all agree something will happen. The
2: trades have gotten word out that Krong has not renewed his contract with the series, so yeah. everybody's tuning in to see, you
3: know, mm-hmm.
2: how are they going to write him out of the show? Sad when he falls down an
5: elevator
3: shaft. <laughs> and last uh, but not least, a uh, a, a, a frequent appearer on Total Party Kill, but with a new character. It's Aline Sims.
6: I have never played a mountain dwarf before, and I've never played a fighter before, so. We will see how Bella and Greybeard and I get along.
3: Okay, excellent. Uh, so uh, today we are going to be continuing uh, adventures that take place in, the, in and around the town of Whitesparrow, A town most noted for its giant stone hand that sticks up out of the ground and they built a town around it. Why? No one really knows why why do people stay here for the hand uh but you know this is this is a bit of a crossroads in the in the kind of rural area where it's located and it's it's a place to stop over uh for adventurers uh it's a place where you can get a beverage and some food and some shelter um and meet up with other adventurers the uh, ever shady tavern is well it's the only tavern in town first off uh but it's built right right in the shadow of the hand and it is not unusual for there to be uh, a, a, a gathering of adventures, whether it's a group that has traveled together for some time or a group that is just meeting up uh, to share stories around a beverage. And so that is where our adventure starts today. Uh, Krong, you are there. Uh, I don't think any of your previous companions are, uh, are are present in the Ever Shady Tavern. So have you made some new friends? Are you drinking alone? What's what's going on?
2: Uh, lurking in the corner of the pub as usual, kind of. At this point, I feel like I'm a regular, but I still sneak in and cr- push myself as far into the darkest corner as possible. I just feel yeah. comfortable that way.
3: Yep there's like a there's like a one of those nice little corner booths, and in that corner booth, there's an alcove, and in that alcove, there's a niche, and in that niche is Krong, the uh, the spooky bug bugbear that is also a lovable regular at the Ever Shady Tavern. That's right. Uh, all the various farmers and tradespeople, you know give him a, a nod which he uh, uh may or may not acknowledge um, greetings farmer so, jones yeah
2: i'm glad your crop is coming
3: in nicely <laughs> thank you nightmare monster
2: see you tonight
3: <laughs> oh gosh uh there are an assortment of other folks uh here in the Ever Shady Tavern, some of them looking like just the townsfolk of Whitesboro. some of them looking uh like adventurers stopping here along the way. Uh there is uh the door uh bangs open uh somewhat dramatically, it's standing in the, uh, the doorway is the, uh, the somewhat familiar, uh, face of one Sheriff Ruth Willowmane, the closest there is to, uh, law and order in White Sparrow. She keeps things in order. She is a, uh, a seasoned kind of retired soldier. She's, uh, she's got a lot of leather. She's got a lot of tattoos. She has a hat that, you know, frankly, a lot of people would kill for, and maybe she did. And to play that NPC, please welcome to the podcast. Dan Warren. Hello.
5: (laughs) There are adventurers in here somewhere. Some of you must be adventurers.
3: Looking around the tavern, Sheriff Ruth Willowmain, you spot the familiar uh, sign, uh, sign shape of Krong lurking in the shadows. You've uh, you've you've you're at least familiar with Krong's reputation. There's some uh, some perhaps new faces in the tavern, which maybe you'll meet soon. But perhaps I, I think Krong would catch your attention first off as a known quantity. Night nightmare monster,
5: uh, Krong, right? Krong.
2: Yes. That's me, the horrible nightmare monster. How can I help
5: you? Great, uh, I I could really use your help. There's there's some some problems going on in town, and I, I don't know. You might need some, some backup for this, but uh, it's kind of a weird situation. Maybe we can find a couple more people. I'll explain it. I'll lay it
2: all out for you, and you'd really be doing me a solid. Okay, um, is are anybody looking? Are there any new adventurer types lurking around this bar?
3: Uh you notice some uh you know they they kind of stand out uh in that they are not human and whi- and uh white sparrow is overwhelmingly human uh there is uh you see a, you see a dwarf you see some 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 elves uh and uh yeah so there's several non-human people that in addition to not being human also have that kind of uh, rough and tumble look of living on the road, uh, having weapons, uh, maybe having fancy armor, that kind of thing. They don't look like they just came in from a day of field work, is what I'm saying.
2: Uh, I will go loom over the uh, bard.
3: All right. Gem Eka, uh, you are probably just enjoying a snack or a beverage, and there is suddenly a large, furry uh, Monty, are you eight feet tall?
2: Um, I probably said that at some point, but it's probably (laughs) seven and a half.
3: (laughs) Cannon, eight foot tall furry monster looms over you, casting a shadow across you in the table. And
2: I should also add, because of these boots I got, I make no noise when I walk, so I do just appear
3: a lot. Mm. And he's always uh, in a way to cast a shadow. (laughs) Greetings,
4: adventurer. Hello.
2: You are here to (laughs) prove your worth.
4: Well, you seem kind of scary. Sure. That seems like a good idea.
2: (laughs) How would you like to help this town with whatever its latest problem is? Hmm.
4: Will I get the snack for free? (laughs) No.
2: I've saved this town three times and all I get is a 10% discount. on
4: I'll take 10%.
5: Maybe maybe I shouldn't have let Kronk do the talking on this one. Hi, I'm Sheriff Ruth (laughs) Willomaine. I'm Uh,
2: collecting a backup squad, like you said.
5: uh, No, I appreciate Kronk. Good, good effort. Good initiative. Uh, I think that's great. Uh, The rest, uh, there's a few other people around here that look like they're carrying weapons. That seems like a good start. uh, The lady over there with that Morning Star, maybe, and uh, uh, that really handsome fellow with the scythe. Maybe we should talk to him.
2: This is still for whatever your problem is, right? You're not just... <laughs> oh,
5: yeah, yeah, obviously, of course, of course. He's oh, right. a good morning star, <laughs> Here, why don't, uh, why don't you grab a couple of those, bring them over to this table, and I'll, I'll lay it all out, and we'll see what we can do here.
2: Okay. okay. Not physically, not physically crying. You don't have to go... Oh. <laughs> you know I'm not an idiot, right? <laughs> I know when you look at me, all you see is a night... You get it. <laughs> all right, um, going around the bar...
6: Dwarf. Hello, Dwarf. What is your name, Dwarf? Belen nods and says, Belen.
2: Hello, (laughs) Belen.
6: My name is Krong.
2: You are needed on an urgent mission. That is why you have come to this town, right? Either that or looking at that weird hand. (laughs) Have you noticed (laughs) it only has six fingers?
6: (laughs) How many fingers do you have? I mean,
2: I don't really have... I more have claws and Uh, talons. Yeah. Uh, but most of the humans...
6: Uh, do you want to go look at that hand? <laughs> I mean, that—that that is why I'm here, for sure.
2: Me too, absolutely. But apparently, in order to be allowed to look at the hand, we have to do nice things for the town.
6: Oh. Okay, well, I'm also here Cron, for adventure. Stay on mission! <laughs>
2: You have not told me what the mission is or given me any details. I am forced to say the most vague nonsense to these people. It's true. Would you like to help this town on a matter of some undefined urgency?
6: I will at least hear the mission, as you say, out. <laughs> Good idea. I would like to do that. Okay. All right, who's left?
2: Do I have to do this for every single person? <laughs> I think I think yeah. the sheriff the sheriff will the uh, will recruit. A, Would you a, like to help? Yes, the
5: sheriff will will uh, go over to the sorcerer who is standing there, the high elf sorcerer, and say, uh, "Hi, you you seem to be new here, but you have the look of an adventurer about you. Uh, perhaps I can enlist you to help the town in an urgent matter."
0: Hello, I'm I'm bouncing on the balls of my feet over here. I notice that there's activity and people are joining little groups, and I'm just waiting to be asked to to join in. I'm excited. You seem like
5: a real go getter. Let's. uh...
0: (laughs) You know what? I just love adventure. I've never actually done any adventuring before, but I love adventure. So, so what's
5: going on? I'm I'm
4: all in. Let's let's go. Am I allowed to mention quickly in Elvish that there's a ten percent discount on soup if you do the adventure?
5: (laughs) 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 Oh man, the Elf Whisper Network is already in work. (laughs) I appreciate
4: that. Hi, so
0: I see you're a fellow High Elf. It's nice to meet you. Hello.
5: Uh, And then uh,
3: one of us, uh, I can go over and talk to Anivon as well. Cicero, uh would you uh describe what do uh these people who, you know, these are real white sparrow real real salt of the earth, not exactly traveled, uh you know, not used to people that are not human. Maybe, you know, they've seen some elves and dwarves. I I I suspect they probably have not crossed paths with a creature quite like Enavon before. Would you would you like to describe what Enavon looks like sitting there in the Ever Shady Tavern?
1: So, Enavon is he's he's ethereal. He's almost like sea green and, and uh, that's his skin tone. Um, His eyes are darting every which way. And he seems both like very, very interested and uninterested at all with everything that is going on. It doesn't seem like he is really paying attention To what you guys are talking about. But every now and then he will make eye contact with with different people amongst the group. And at this moment, he makes eye contact with the sheriff. Oh, hello
5: there. I I don't believe we've been introduced. I'm Sheriff Ruth Willemain. Have you you seen any cats?
1: Have you seen any cats?
5: Cats, yeah, I, there there are cats in town. Sure, uh, occasionally behind the tavern, they Do come you, for snacks. Are you aware
1: of the healing properties of cats? I, I
5: cannot say that I am. I just knew them as creatures that like milk.
1: The healing properties of cats are beyond your comprehension. I appear I that that seems clear. So, I need cats. Uh, more specifically, I need cat tongues. Or, well, more specific than that, I need cat saliva. Okay,
2: okay. Because well, uh,
1: I can use uh, that to heal. That that sounds amazing,
5: don't get me wrong, that's fascinating. I've never quite heard of anything like that before, but perhaps if you could assist me with a particular task we could ensure that you get access to uh, all the cat saliva you need?
1: Well, you may call it cat spit, but oh, that's, that is what the plebeians call it.
3: <laughs> okay. uh, yes, well, uh, why don't you come over here with me? Sheriff <laughs> Ser- Ruth Willemaine, as you look around the ever-shady tavern nervously, uh, it is clear there are no other adventures. No other options. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, uh,
5: you seem a likely enough
3: group, and let me
5: lay out this problem that the town is having. You might have noticed if you've uh, traveled uh, farther afield, we're in a bit of a drought right now in the town. There's... Not a lot of water to go around this. Obviously, we're a farming community, and uh, our crops are our lifeblood. So not having access to water, it's a real problem. We thought maybe it was just a a matter of the weather, but, you know, we've had... (laughs) Sounds right so far. (laughs) (laughs) We've had irrigation in the past, and it seems to have suddenly dried up. And then we got, well, this rather weird message delivered the other day, and... um, yeah, I, I normally I would take the time to deal with this kind of thing myself, but uh, there's a lot going on in White Spare right now. So I figured perhaps some adventurers like you might be willing to take a look instead. Uh, she produces a um, basically a, 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 a like uh, a, a sorry, there's a uh, like a, an animal skull almost that she's carrying with her.
4: Uh, it's not a cat, it's, is it?
5: It's not a cat. <laughs> Hmm. Um, And it's like, well, it was attached to this. There's this note put on it uh, written in in blood. I don't know why you would write in blood. Ink is perfectly good. Um, But yeah, I I don't think we're dealing with maybe the most sophisticated. For the drama. (laughs) Sure. Um, So she unfolds the note and written in these really crude, like big block letters, it says... You want water, you come to headless angel sundown tomorrow, so she sort of spreads that out on the table for you.
4: is the blood still wet?
3: It's dry, it's pretty dry, okay, yeah, okay, just making sure and sheriff, just to be clear, you received this uh late yesterday yeah i mm. just I just got
5: this last night, and i you know it took me a little while to figure out why somebody would send this message to us i i you know, didn't really know what the deal was with water, but I think somebody might be causing this drought.
6: How does the water usually get to town? Like, are there aqueducts? <laughs> does it fall out of the clouds, like most places. Like, could there be stonework involved? I'm really good at stonework.
3: Mm. well um you would probably know um give me uh, give me a quick history check uh, oh. uh, Bella and, <laughs> and you know what why don't you make why don't you make it with advantage because I'll tell you it, it involves some d- dwarven related things oh. that I think you you might you might know about
6: got a whopping 12 with with advantage you did
3: That's not bad. Uh, You know that there is, uh, uh, it's it's a good ways uh, kind of uh, north and west of White Sparrow, but there is an ancient dwarven dam uh, that there's a kind of a dammed up lake that provides a steady flow of water to the valley uh, in and around White Sparrow uh, that, you know, is used to nourish crops and livestock. Uh, and that it was probably set up hundreds of years ago by a coalition of dwarves, uh, and it, it's you know it's probably long since been abandoned. It just kind of uh, operates on kind of autopilot. Uh, but you know it's a it's a famous dwarven landmark, and you know another another testament to the quality of construction and planning that that dwarves are capable of.
6: And is that in the direction that the note specified? Sorry, I lost track of those details. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, I don't know if you are familiar with this headless angel. That is uh, presumably a location, uh not a person, um but I don't know if you that means anything to I have ventured
6: pretty far and wide in this mm-hmm. land,
3: but all right, I will say that you you th- that that is a not I don't know if you've been there before, but there is a landmark nearby kind of in that general direction uh that is a uh, it's a statue of an angel that uh doesn't have a head anymore. Yeah, okay. Well. So
6: I'll share that that you know, my my knowledge of the dam and that I think it's near the area the
4: note specifies. Mm-hmm. Is it possible to check whether or not the sheriff is telling us everything the sheriff knows about this?
3: Sure. Yeah. Roll insight. Okay.
4: Uh insight. Uh ten with my plus three advantage.
3: The you it seems like the 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 sheriff is being pretty transparent with uh with all of you.
1: Well this this dam will have fish and fish bring cats
3: then and cat uh, and cats bring cats and spit. cats bring <laughs> cats spit.
0: especially after they've had some fish
3: yes mm-hmm. it's important to remind everybody you know that the, the the adventuring life can be uh it's it is a life uh that th- very few in the world choose and some of the people that choose it are among the most unique and interesting <laughs> um, creatures in all the world
4: that is a very uh tactful way to put that <laughs> mm-hmm. everyone knows if pro. you want
2: cats you go to a lake <laughs>
4: <laughs> cats love swimming yes, <laughs> yes I certainly it, do.
1: definitely
3: so a uh, newly assembled group here you're at a at a table it's the weirdest uh timeshare uh scam i've seen yet <laughs> uh sheriff ruth willowman has presented you with a note and a little bit of information um but you have not uh, kind of formally met each other, or so I guess it's 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 up to you to decide if this is something you're interested in investigating and and what you will do, vis a vis that.
2: Can I see that skull really quick?
3: Uh, sh- sure. Yeah. Here you
2: go. What kind of skull is this?
3: Yes. Seems like some kind of canine.
1: Mm. The natural enemy of the cat.
3: Mm. Yeah. Seems fresh.
1: Just any cats, domestic cats,
2: or are you okay with larger cats as well, like jaguars and
1: pumas? Their spit is uh, very delectable.
2: I know a tabaxi, and he seems like the kind who would drool on command.
0: Uh. Are we getting a little distracted by all this cat (laughs) spit? Because we're trying to get water for the town. I was just wondering if maybe we should come up with a plan and go out and to this this headless angel place and find out what's up
1: my dear and, my dear is spit not just a form of water
0: well i don't know mm. if you could generate it in sufficient quantities to take care of the entire town haven't to- yeah, sterilize yeah. it
4: for feeding children and a- a- actually
6: <laughs> spit is derived from blood um. true fact <laughs> Oh, it's a real
5: conversation killer right. <laughs> All right.
6: That is uh, why it has the healing properties. Well, he asked.
2: So would cat blood work just as well, so, or does it need to be filtered through this feline salivary? Again,
0: well. we need to find some cats first. Well, and if cats are attracted by the lake, which is a dubious proposition to be sure, we're not finding any cats in the bar. I guess, Sheriff,
2: we would be happy to go to this headless angel. Where is it again? Oh, thank God. It's about 10 miles out of
5: town. <laughs> It's...
4: Right. Is it possible to have a look at the cat, at uh, the canine skull, sorry, <laughs> and, and see yeah. if there's any the obvious signs of what killed the animal?
3: Mm. Uh, sure. Give me a quick medicine check. Um,
4: uh, 19, including the advantage.
3: Uh, well, uh, just looking at this, it looks like it's probably some kind of uh, some kind of dog. Um It's, it's still, it's pretty fresh. There's, you know, there's still a lot of bits on the skull, for lack of a better word. Um, It is, it seems like at least a a major contributor to its uh, cause of death is that it's not attached to the rest of the dog anymore. Um, But specifically, it does look like it was probably killed violently as opposed to uh, through any kinds of natural causes. Okay. So the people you're dealing with have murdered at least one dog. Serious business.
6: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's go.
5: Okay. Before you go, let me let me be clear. (laughs) Let me be clear. Uh, You, I would like to you to act as the representatives for the village. I don't want you to necessarily negotiate or agree to anything. I just I want to find out the rest of what these people want, and then you can relay that back to me, and we'll figure out how to proceed from there. So just you know, take it easy, one step at a time.
2: But if we do have to negotiate, what's our budget?
5: <laughs> no <laughs> negotiating. Just relay, courier, message back to me. I'll figure it out.
0: So you'll be here waiting for us. that's what you're saying? You're not coming along with the sheriff?
5: No, I, I have important business to see to here in town, and uh, I I trust. I trust you. You seem very trustworthy. I you know here. <laughs> you're I, great at your job. <laughs> yeah. I have more important things to be doing. So she flips like a uh you know, a few copper pieces to the uh the bartender and says, like, you know, give him, give him some provisions for the road, uh, on
3: me. The uh the, the, the barkeep behind the uh the bar of the ever shady tavern uh starts preparing some uh to go uh snacks for you. The really the only uh option they have, that you are not consulted, is they seem to basically have uh bread bowls, which uh you know, it's basically a loaf of bread hollowed out and filled with onion soup, and then they put the cap on the back on it. And uh it's just yeah, that's say, it's, it's
0: portable but a little hard to carry around at speed, you know. Yeah, you it
3: think? is it is delicious, uh but soggy. The uh the soup is uh incredibly hot. Uh and it, it is it is a dangerous endeavor in that it is hard to transport, but you don't want to be carrying it too long uh, because of that. But at the same time, the soup is quite hot. So it's, you know, part of part of living in, in and around White Sparrow is just figuring out how to get that, how to really master when do you start chowing down on that bread bowl. But anyway.
2: Maybe they wouldn't be running out of water if they ate something besides soup once in a while. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> there
5: we
0: go. upended
3: solved. the Problem town. yes Yes. Adventure over. Soup in the (laughs)
0: reservoir. We're all good.
3: Serving dried soup, yeah. Yeah. Um, Hot and cold running French (laughs) onion soup. Is there anything... What's French? Uh, Is there anything (laughs) you would like to do before you depart the town of Whitesboro? Is it
4: possible to check whether or not magic has been used to create this node?
3: Uh, It is totally possible to do that. Would
4: you like to do that? Is that rolling arcana? Yeah. Cool. Uh, I got eight, so... Doesn't Uh, seem like it. Well, so
1: I will also roll Arcana if that's okay. Yep. Um, As a cleric. Uh,
4: Yes, you have a considerably better chance than me, the bard.
3: Yeah, eleven. Does not just seems like your traditional blood note. Possibly you're starting to think like possibly written in dog's blood. That's great. Um,
4: Yeah. Not. There's not.
3: Um. Well, it's, again, it's a dog. It's a dog, um, yeah. Yeah, totally. They have wrong. no healing properties. Yeah. Um, canon. Um, th- so.
2: Now, as a bugbear, am I canine or am I more related
3: to the Ursine family? Or I had been am thinking I about, an insight? I, I had been thinking about that for about 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> There's a chance
2: I'm part cat.
3: Right. <laughs> there is a non-zero chance. You are perhaps adding to the confusion, uh, Uh, Krong, I believe you are still wearing your uh, Cool Cat Um, (laughs) t-shirt.
2: Nope. (laughs) As soon as Cool Cat walked around the corner, Uh I ripped that thing off.
3: Oh, I apologize. I didn't update your avatar with that. (laughs) Um, So. All right. Well, if that is, uh, if you're prepared to hit the road, uh, you are a newly formed group of adventurers, hopefully, uh, looking forward to being forged as a, as a, a group of, of crusaders and, and people who are just going to right all kinds of wrongs and or hide in spooky corners, uh, in the case of Krong, uh, ready to, uh, to, to, to set the world right. Um, so, um, does someone have the map
0: and the skull with them? I think we should take them along. And so it's a
3: note and a, yeah. And the note, yeah. sorry. I don't think there's yeah, no, no map. I
0: don't know there's... Not a map. There's no Wish map. Wishful thinking, no map. Right.
3: Just a <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I think some of you, uh, at the very least, uh, Bellin had asked and has, has traveled around uh, White Sparrow enough, uh, you know that the, uh, this, this uh, Headless Angel landmark is basically due west of, um, of, of the town I of White Sparrow. I imagine it's pretty
0: easy to spot. It sounds like a big yeah. thing.
2: Oh wow! This it's a big thing. This dam looks like we're in trouble if something happens to it. <laughs>
3: yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm showing them the world yes. map. The dam is quite impressive, looking in the uh, the northwest yes. corner. Uh, you travel, it takes you a while, uh, to head over country, uh, over the countryside. Uh, the terrain here is somewhat rocky and, uh, atop a rocky hill, there's kind of the ruins of an old fortress, uh, that has been long since reclaimed by the wilderness. There's briars and, and, and all kinds of vegetation growing up around the ancient, uh, foundation of, of whatever the structure once was. And the kind of central landmark here is a headless, angel statue it's a large stone statue of a kneeling angel uh hands outstretched and palms up i guess you can mainly tell it's an angel by its kind of artistic wings on its back uh and someone has placed the remains of a dead goat in one of the statue's hands its entrails are kind of spilling out uh so here on the map that i've shown you uh which hopefully you can see okay there is a a statue in the center uh with two outstretched hands um uh, in the other hand is a pyramid of skulls. Uh, you notice some kind of movement and, uh, popping out from kind of, uh, on top of the statue. There is a goblin sitting atop the left shoulder of the, the, the angel. He's, he's smiling at you. Giving it bad advice. And on the right <laughs> shoulder. Yeah. A really great goblin. <laughs> um. Uh, he's, he's smiling at you. He waves at you as you kind of trudge up the hill in the direction of the statue. Uh, he's clearly making no attempt to, to hide. He's just kind of sitting there swinging his legs back and forth as if there's just, what could, what could be a better way to spend an afternoon than sitting on the statue of a headless angel? And to play that goblin, uh, we've really spared no expense here. We've brought in one of our best, uh, total party kill players. Please welcome to the podcast. Dan Morgan.
5: Sorry, who? <laughs> ah, you want water? You join the kingdom of the Red Water Queen. You give us 1,000 gold piece each new moon. First bring 2,000 gold piece tomorrow at the same time, and we give you water. Deal? It's a deal. Let me tell you, it's a good deal. Well, sir, I like cats. I, I got no cats
3: for you. I got oh, got water.
4: I'd like to look around and see whether or not this goblin is definitely alone.
3: All right, give me a quick perception check.
4: Uh 22.
3: All right, peering around with your uh insightful and I guess uh, perceptive eyes, uh you notice that this goblin is not alone. Though the goblin is standing out in the open, you notice several other shapes and forms, uh, kind of lurking, creeping about in the uh, the uh, the brush and in the uh, the foliage around the site. And it does seem like this goblin is accompanied by several other goblins and even <gasps> some bugbears, large uh, kind of burly cr- goblinoid creatures like your friend Krong. Uh, but yeah, it seems like uh, this this. Though this uh, goblin sitting atop the statue is the spokesman, uh, there are a good ten other creatures lurking around, uh, a- attempting to-, to hide from I'm you. I'm kind of wishing so... I hadn't
4: done that now. <laughs> <laughs> well, better to know <laughs> than this not to know, I guess. Gr-
3: the goblin sees you uh, looking around and just gives you kind of like a wink, like, eh? <laughs> "You are you are aware of this. Uh, your 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 colleagues are not uh, aware that you have." Um, Noticed okay. ten uh, ten other creatures uh, lurking around. Well. So yeah, so Belen starts heading up the path so that you're not having this conversation shouting from the top of the hill to the oh, bottom. Oh, that's right not now. why I'm
6: heading up the path. Oh, <laughs> well that's, that's one. <laughs> All right, well, that's right behind you, Belen. right behind like you. for my morning yeah. star. I, just I walking would like to quickly
4: mention that there are at least ten other goblins that are spotted, uh, to the rest of the party so that everybody is aware that we're not, you know, I, five I keep versus walking one. up the path. <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna put an arrow
0: i would like to look around to see these later. 10 other
2: goblins
3: uh give me uh at this point uh you would have advantage because you know what you're looking for krong feel free to give me a uh, a quick perception check with advantage i'll do it too total
2: of 12
3: uh you spot some in the foliage but you don't see the whole 10 that um uh jemica had i mentioned do i see Gemica. the bugbears yeah, I think you know what we'll say that you see a bugbear uh, and see here on the map. They don't have little labels, but uh, this furry individual. Uh, there's two of them, kind of right on the edges of this uh, the the fortification here. Uh, this individual on the east side, and this one. Well, I flipped them east and west. Uh, look like you. I'm going to say you notice at least one. Probably you smell them, Krong uh, uh, bugbears.
2: Mm. I will call out in bugbear. Mm.
3: Is, that, is that is that an actual language in D and I don't know. I think they speak. Okay. All those- Canon. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, the, it's 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 at least a dialect of
2: goblin, right? Yeah. The languages that I've listed are common goblin and thieves can't, but. Okay. So I guess in the yeah, bugbear it's, style it's dialect. of goblin.
3: Yeah. Zumapel yeah. Yeah. Krong. No, <laughs> <laughs> I've,
2: I have to decide how I sound when I don't have an accent. Um, yeah, because... Yeah. <laughs> they sent us here to kill you. You probably want to run.
4: I speak goblin. I understood that.
3: Mm. Mm. <laughs> it was, it was probably a little hard to tell a uh, uh, if you might. Yeah. yeah the accent's a little different, but, uh, but yeah, uh, you hear, uh, I guess at this point, they're willing to give away uh, their uh, uh, position to uh, hulking monsters, nightmare creatures like Krong step out of the foliage uh, so it's now clear that uh, the goblin atop the angel statue is not alone, and uh, the uh, the first one just kind of cracks his knuckles and says, "We'll see about that." OK. Uh, Dan, your peaceful negotiations are getting out of all hand. Right,
5: let's all settle down here. We, we, it, we can do this like business people. All we need is a deposit of some money, and the water shall flow from the the red water queen.
1: Well, why is the water not flowing?
5: Oh, well, the Redwater Queen, in her infinite wisdom, has decided that uh, only those who can pay shall reap the bounties of the water. And uh, I'm afraid that's that's just how it is now. What are you going to
2: do with the money?
5: Oh, Nothing well. to spend it on out here.
2: Right. back water am i right do we
0: know that they actually have control of the water can we can we find out whether their threats are empty would insight uh, be a thing
3: yeah that would be a great insight check uh so caliph give us an insight check um 11 all right i don't think you have any reason uh to doubt the claim so far though you know that is a pretty bold claim um
4: I would like to ask a question persuasively as whether or not it is possible to meet the Queen of this red water
3: all right uh give us a quick uh persuasion check twenty two we'll grin feels about... uh all right can you just tell us what that sounds like, and then we'll see how Grin reacts to it <laughs> uh that seems like that was pretty convincing
4: would it be at all possible to meet this wonderful queen who is in control of this wonderful situation
5: Oh well. I, I suppose something could be arranged, but I think she's likely to only want to meet people who are part of the, uh, the Red Water kingdom. And, and that's going to require that just that that down payment there.
1: Well, we, we can't possibly give a down payment without meeting the club president. And in we this have case, to do our due diligence. In this case, that is the Queen.
5: Uh, that as may be, uh, I am, I am just the representative of the Red Water Queen, and uh, I do what she's told me to do. In this case, that is charging you 2,000 gold pieces.
1: Well, you can charge the city 2,000 gold pieces after we meet with the Queen. The, this is quite a lot of money to give up. And I still have not seen any cats. so. I don't know why
5: he's on about cats. He's got the grins looking at the other goblins like, do you see any cats? Do you see and they're
1: like, no, any so- The bugbear just shrugs. So, uh, I would like to um, use persuasion to try mm-hmm. and use this, this uh, the cat maneuver in order mm-hmm. to uh, get
3: access to the Red Queen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just for a perspective for our adventures here, uh, 2,000 gold pieces is a lot, lot of, lot of, yeah. of yeah. money, you know, uh, probably, you know, I, I, I just like, uh, you know, a single gold piece is going to probably more than cover a night's stay in, a, in, in an inn uh, or, and, you know, and several meals and whatnot. Like that. So that 2,000 is, is, you know, a, a great deal of wealth, even for uh, a town let alone a small town like White Sparrow. Um, So, um, but Evanon, please continue. Yes, so, if if
1: you'd like us to spend this great sum of money, we first must see that everything is legit. Can we see the water? Can we see the queen? What can we do? And uh, so... uh, I don't know if that was charm or persuasion, but I am trying to, uh... I think it's persuasion,
3: and I would even say... I would say you have advantage. Oh, okay. Because Rosemary did a really good persuasion check already, and you've been relatively diplomatic so far, so... Yeah, well,
1: uh, I'm glad it's it's with advantage, because I crit-failed the first one. (laughs) Uh, There you go. (laughs) 17 on my second check.
6: Nice.
3: Um, all right, um... Uh, uh, the uh, one of the bugbears uh, signals signals uh, grin that they want to have like a. It gives them like a timeout symbol. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's
4: so hard to find good help these days. I would just like to take a quick moment to check how far away are we from this goblin?
3: In still uh still pretty far. You've been uh, let's see, in roll twenty. I think you are. This is kind of a weird conversation you have, but you know, <laughs> yeah, Like right. he's a down, right. and, yeah, <laughs> hey! yelling, yell, yeah, yeah. You're you're 40 feet away from him, right. yelling back and forth, and he's kind of up on a hill on top of the statue, and you're yelling back and forth at him. But you know, this is how we this is how we have these adventures in the wilderness. Uh, I would say if you had wanted to slowly be walking up the hill, uh, you are free to move yourselves up the hill a decent amount. Um, but you know, probably. You're not, you don't want to be like right next to the goblin or his bugbear friends. Um, you know, the uh, so the bugbear, uh, the bugbear and the uh, and and grin the goblin have a quick uh sidebar. Um, Queen not gonna like
5: this. No, I don't think she is. I, I, but I don't know what to do. They want the proof. I, I guess maybe, maybe, maybe we take one, one, one person to meet Queen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which, uh, maybe. Uh, maybe the the what do you think? The lady in the pink dress. She was very like she was very nice. I think the queen would like her. You, the smart one, grin. You decide. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, you, you. What was it? What was your name? Uh, Gamaka. is a good name. Uh, <laughs> I, I suppose
4: we could take you
5: to meet the queen. Uh, but your friends are gonna have to stay here.
4: Um, I would like to persuasively ask if it would be possible for me to not go alone, as it cl- grin clearly also has a companion. Um, and I feel a little bit uh, overwhelmed with the awe of meeting the queen. Mm. Do mm. I need to roll persuasion yep. for that? Yeah,
3: okay. very much so.
4: <laughs> all right, I got eighteen.
3: Oh, all right good that's pretty good
5: oh okay um well maybe maybe two then two of you um you bring one friend you and a friend i bring a friend you bring a friend
4: all right i think anavon is probably going to be a, a a very uh you know diplomatic companion here with, uh,
1: i volunteer as tribute
4: <laughs> thank you <laughs> <laughs> i i Oh, I kind of
1: loudly this is say, be great. <laughs> "I
6: don't. I don't think we should go separately. I think all of us should go, or none of us should go." Oh, mm. don't I mean,
2: split
1: the party.
6: Don't split. We the are
2: party. a brand new group. It's important for team unity. Yeah, <laughs> to be on this, the same page.
4: This is true, but they also started with only wanting one of us to go with them. Right. So we're already so, at two now. Right. We've I'm doubled, ready to fight. Double I'm. Yeah.
6: I'll just. I'll just take my morning start. All of them. I don't care. Oh.
4: How far back up the path can I go?
6: Yeah, we don't have... <laughs> Is there any
0: advantage to leaving somebody here? Because two will go off to the queen, but there will still be a bunch of creatures here, and I don't know that there's any greater risk of losing access to the water. Just thinking out loud, if you guys want to go, I'm happy. If mm. if they'll let us, I'm happy to go along, but should we have a rear guard as well?
2: Mm. I don't think I care I, what happens to the headless angel.
3: I agree. <laughs> this is just a landmark. I think the concern is always uh, you know, you're you are very outnumbered already, yeah. sending only a small group to a, a uh stronghold is, very true. is is fraught with danger.
4: Is it possible for other people to follow stealthily should we fail to persuade Grin to allow the rest of the party to come? No.
3: I think it's certainly well, depends I'm on the person. I'm wearing
4: chain I, I, I have a <laughs> on all my checks, so no.
6: Okay.
2: Kay. I'm like a ghost. I will always be behind you. <laughs>
4: all right.
2: <laughs> I'm behind you right now.
4: Actually, no, I'm behind you, but anyway.
2: Wait, <laughs> Wait are we just standing back to back? Hang on, this is right. a tough conversation. Turn around. All
5: right, here we go. Look, I can tell hmm. you've got some reluctance here. If you want, you come back tomorrow. You take the night, you think about it, uh, and we'll meet again here tomorrow. Just, you know, uh, consider bringing the gold if you want the water. And I, I imagine the village could use some water. The crops, they're not looking so good.
2: Did you kill that goat?
5: What, this, this goat?
2: Yeah, the goat on the hand right below you.
5: The, the dead goat right here.
2: I, the, yeah, in, uh, the dead goat is the one I'm asking if you killed.
5: Uh, I, you know, I can't say for sure. i neither here nor there, really. I don't see why we're talking about a dead goat when we're discussing much more important matters.
2: I just think it's weird that you're on top of a statue with a...
5: Well, I think it's weird that you're down there yelling goat. at
2: me from 40 feet away. <laughs> you don't want me yelling at you from closer. That is true.
0: I, I'm sensing I got my own that, bears for that our <laughs> hesitance is a little surprising to these folks, and that because they've... Been willing to accede to at least one of our demands to take somebody to the queen. I wonder if there's something we can learn about their actual comfort level with their threats. So per- mm. perception check would be mm. what I would propose.
3: Uh, perception's usually for looking around with your eyes. Uh, so maybe you're looking <laughs> more of an insight. insight.
0: Insight would that insight. be? It? Yeah. yeah.
3: All right. Well. Yeah, give me insight. I might need a little bit more help on what you're looking for with I'm, insight. I guess I'm to looking the for
0: sort of hesitancy or weakness um, in his sure. uh, not, not physical presence so much, but his threat level toward us because mm-hmm. he's apparently, and whether he's surprised at our resistance to his demands.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So give me a quick insight check there, Kayla. All
0: right. We have a 12.
3: 12. Uh, it does seem like this conversation is not going the way this goblin expected, i think both in terms of some of your behavior uh <laughs> as well as uh i'm i think he the goblin kind of thought this would be would be simple he would he would demand a bunch of money he would return with a bunch of money, and everything uh would be you know this this meeting has gone on a lot longer than the goblin expected uh and i think he is uh he's a little bit on his back feet at this point now, not really sure how to handle uh the various requests and demands you have made of him. Is what I'll give you for that insight check. How's that? That's that's
0: good. That's fair.
3: So, I, adventurers, you are at a, a an interesting crossroads here. A you know, Some demands have been made of you. Some of them are reasonable and some of them are – well, actually, I'm not really clear if any of them are reasonable. <laughs> right. uh,
4: some of them appear to be less unreasonable than others. And, yeah. and we're not
3: yeah, in a position
0: go. to meet the demands even if we wanted to so
3: yeah and it's up to you certainly do not have a thousand gold pieces between you or anywhere even close to that we just got to Um, this
0: town so even if we did i'm not sure
3: yeah uh so i think there's some tactical decisions about how you want to deal with this for you to make uh it is can't spell tactical uh, uh, without cat Mm. (laughs) (laughs) true uh and aline has aline has pointed out that you know you're you're new to traveling together you have different kind of strengths and weaknesses in terms of your abilities to be stealthy, your abilities to be persuasive, your abilities to use magic. Uh you may wish to have a quick sidebar uh without without grin um without the goblin uh uh to try and figure out what you're going to do as the goblin waits impatiently really hoping that one of you will just produce a large amount of money very soon.
6: I have slowly been making my way up the path. Yeah. With my hand on mm-hmm. the morning star just yes. just, you mm-hmm. know. Um Yeah, yeah.
3: Just just stretching your legs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tony,
5: can I can I ask you a question? Is Grin visibly armed?
3: Uh I think he's got a he's got a a, a, a sword on his belt. Okay. Yeah? How's that? Um,
4: so, yeah,
5: you know, he's that? he's got a hand on that maybe if he sees uh uh Belin coming up the path there. Just like you know, yeah, not doing anything, just like I I yeah. also have a weapon. <laughs> just checking checking that his belt's checking still on. That, yeah. yeah, but check, my sword's still there.
4: Can I do a yeah, quick the, uh, perception check and see whether or not the other goblins and bugbears that I can see are armed?
3: Yeah, you don't even need to check. The the bugbears are uh just standing there with uh they've got morning stars, uh the goblins that you saw before hanging out in the various bushes, uh have an assortment of swords and uh and, and bows and arrows uh out. Uh, you know, they're not pointed at you, but they're they're ready to to ready to throw down if it if it comes to it. They did they did not show up for this uh this uh, parlay uh,
4: unarmed. Mm. Yeah. Um, I say we hit can them. Can we do a quick sidebar? Yeah. I say we hit uh, them. Sure. Yep. Uh, well, I mean, we could hit them. I have Thunderwave. I wave, could definitely but hit them.
6: Yeah, I like I, hitting them.
4: <laughs> I have Thunderwave, but w- 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 maybe this is not the best idea. We're not going to get any information out of them if we if hit w- them.
0: We're outnumbered, but if we hit them, we will make them less uh, w- sure of be, themselves. Well, we're going to make w- them angry less first. Less numbered? but we will but we will make them angry and some of us could end up paying a price and you know as as much as i love a mystery i don't know that
6: i want to die for it
2: i don't know if these are the ones we want to kill anyway we need no. to find the queen
6: that's probably I don't care a good about point killing them we could tie them up all of them that's a lot of, a lot of we to have tie rope. Up. We yeah. have a lot of rope.
0: You
3: have a lot. You have, between the five of you, you have a lot of rope, just to be clear. <laughs>
4: okay. But we have to get close enough I to tie. I have a question. These bugbear yeah, how easily do they cut through rope?
3: Uh, you could restrain them. It would be, you know,
0: it, it,
3: you know, it, let me just say, you would not tie them up while they're cautious. That's not right. that going to
0: be. the two of you who were going to go and visit the queen, the one of you who was invited and the one of you who was allowed to come along, are you
4: eager to go? Are you, are you ready to go? Not particularly eager to go, but thinking that that's possibly going to get us in the right direction of information. I feel like you're right about that, but that's easy for me to say.
1: The Queen knows, and we need to know. We don't know. So we need to know what the Queen knows, you
4: know? You just want to see if And she might have cats. (laughs) This is very true. There might be cats.
1: She may have cats.
4: The goblins like cats. Go. They're Probably pretty tasty cats. as for dinner. Yes,
1: yes, hundred <laughs> percent.
2: So do some bugbears. Okay. Yeah.
4: Mm. Does so our bugbear like cats?
3: That's you, Crum.
4: <laughs> sorry, what? Does our bugbear like cats? Our bugbear likes
3: cats. I think.
1: The, I think the answer is
2: yes. <laughs>
3: uh,
2: I I like. I know one cat I like very much. Okay. Mm-hmm. Does it it's taste good cool on cat. toast? Uh. I, he likes to boogie, boogie, boo. That's all I'm 100% sure of. He's a cool
1: cat. Uh, well, I say we go see the queen. I say we get information.
4: Is it possible to look around and see whether or not anything ha- here has been done with magic? And maybe um Enivan uh, can check to see whether or not there's magic here, which is causing problems. In this area. Yeah.
1: Alright, I will do an arcana check if that is okay with the DM. Do it. Alright. And uh Enovin gets a fourteen.
3: Does not seem like there's anything magical going on mm-hmm. here on this little hilltop ruins. Yeah. Just the mag the natural yeah. magic that is goblins. Yes.
2: I just don't think killing these guys achieves anything.
3: Yeah. So no, you have. No, I uh, agree. Just to, to recap, you've got. I mean, I guess Aline. Uh, well, Belen. Belen right. is pro violence. Right. Yes. Other people happy, happy to send I mean, some 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 selves along to meet with the queen. Uh. Uh. Yeah. So, but so you have a couple options for how you could handle this. There's no right way to just to, to do the adventure. So you get to decide what you know what makes sense to your characters and what you what choices you want to make. I'm just
6: saying, if we hit them enough. They will have no choice but to let us all go. <laughs> we, can. I mean, we, so we
1: can also right try that, persuading we're not them. Prisoners. That is an option. <laughs> no, no, no.
4: I mean take us to the queen, not leave right. the area. Yes. But we could also try persuading them of this.
0: But if we persuaded them, if they they go back to the queen and say, We like
4: these guys, I don't know that the queen would be receptive to that. I mean, I don't well, think they're we, gonna ask the queen. I think they're just gonna take us there. Right. Well it can't hurt to try. Right.
1: I see. We start going, and everyone goes with us.
0: Yeah, yeah. Make them yeah. try to
1: stop us.
2: Right. Let go. Oh, yeah.
0: Or we could follow at a distance. If they if they try to stop us, let the two go forward, and the rest of us could follow at a distance. Yes, yeah. and then we get squished. <laughs> well, we don't want you to get squished. We're we're not. We're, we're, I'm just thinking, you
4: know. especially if Belen is quite far away, then we're we're I'm possibly in danger, and I have my own interests at heart. <laughs> i'm supposed and to be sitting around playing a violin, you know hey grin
2: grin gobble. yeah okay yeah we're all going you're all going where like you're leaving we, no, we we're all going vis- along on this visit to the queen the five yeah. of us and however many of you you want to come along are going to visit the queen i don't, I don't and think negotiate. That's... but you need us we're the we're the people i mean you need us it. we got the water and we you have you the do? gold. We speak for the
5: town. Do you have but, gold? I don't see any gold. I, I, you, I just, if you gave me the gold, I don't see, see any gold. We're not giving you gold.
2: We don't negotiate with goblins on statues. We <laughs> negotiate with. That's <laughs> very specific. <laughs> yeah. Bad news for you, huh?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> We're a new group. We've got one by law, and it's about you.
0: Right. We are not Stronger, intimidated are trying- by goats and their dead entrails.
6: I'm gonna. I'm gonna just like s- say we are all going. I'm rolling an intimidation check as I.
3: All right, mm-hmm. Krong. Were you also inti- attempting to do an intimidate? Yes, I was. All right. It seems like why don't uh let's let's say that it's basically uh you are helping. Why don't each of you roll intimidate? Whoever gets higher is what will count.
6: Uh, ten, <laughs> eight. <laughs> right. Should I? Should I potentially you? also help? We don't. You? We don't have this. Yeah, I could help. I,
3: it's it's a it's enough uh, or no there um, it's what we've done is sufficient. Uh, Grin does not seem impressed by you. Uh, you know, Grin looks around, remembers to count how many of of his. Uh, I got his, two uh, bugbears. Bears. You got
5: one bugbear already. I'm coming out ahead.
2: Hey, who taught you how to count all the way up to two? You stupid goblin.
4: I, I got fingers. I would like to persuasively say if he has two buckbears, then of course we are outnumbered and therefore um he should not be scared by No, us. you're not
5: gonna be fooling me with your you know fancy logic
2: arguments. You're right. You win the argument. Let's all go meet the queen
4: now. <laughs> uh,
3: quick persuasion check, but it's at with disadvantage because you have already threatened him, basically.
4: Yeah. Lewis is five.
3: Things are not going well in your negotiations at this point. I think Grim, uh, Agrin, has turned against you. Uh, he is distraught about the lack of money that he's got to hand over to his queen. And it's, uh, I don't know, it seems like probably things are about to break down here. Uh, grin Maybe you don't get any water. Maybe that's how this goes. We go back to the queen.
5: We say they don't want water and we all go our separate ways. Enjoy your dried out crops.
2: We don't live here. We can go somewhere where there is water. We have no actual investment in your disagreement. You don't own all the water. This is getting too philosophical for me. <laughs> That's why
5: we I really want to, really to meet
0: this queen. I can't wait to find out what she's about, and I really think we should move forward with that, y'all.
5: I think they, the the goblins are losing their patience here. Tony, right. is that is that a fair assessment? Yeah.
3: Enovan, yeah. you wanted to do something? Yeah. So Enovan
1: wants to pull out a copper piece, but mm. before he pulls out that copper piece, he uses the cantrip light on this copper mm. piece, and he turns that copper piece to appear gold. And bright mm, okay. and shiny. And he takes it out of his, out of his purse, his coin purse. And he mm-hmm. sticks it up in the air. This is what you want. If you want more of these, then you will do as we ask. We only want to see the queen because she makes the rules. You just follow those rules.
5: No need to be insulting. I think I think I'm I think I'm done talking to you. I think you guys leave or else uh, Grin's going to pull out in, in addition to his uh, short sword. He has a short bow and he's going to pull that out and kind of uh, knock an arrow. He's not necessarily like gone as far as pointing it at you, but he has got an arrow and he is ready to use it.
3: So we are in combat. This will be the first combat for some people, so we'll move at whatever pace we can. Uh, Enovin, you are first. Take it away. Uh
1: So Enovan is none too pleased with the fact that the arrow was shot at him um, uh, and uh, looks directly at Grin, and Grin notices that the look in... Uh, in Enovan's eyes is somewhat different than it was before. There seems to be like a fire in his eyes. Mm. Um a, a menace of of sorts. Um when Enovan casts command on, wow. on, okay. on Grin. Um he uh he he looks at Grin and he says Grovel. And, okay. Uh, so that is you have to uh, make a wisdom saving throw. Okay, um,
5: goblins, not known for their wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how this goes. <laughs> I'm guessing he needed more than a six. Uh, he did.
1: And uh, so, yeah, so he now... Uh, he now has to fall prone. He, he, yeah. So he is now groveling at the feet of.
5: Hey, hey, well, so he's on a statue. Right. How's that going to go? Well, well so
1: <laughs> yeah. So I guess, yeah, I guess that's up for the, the DM to
3: decide.
5: Tony. Uh, yeah. What is he, mm-hmm. if he, if he is uh, on a statue and, and he is forced to grovel, is he, uh,
3: I think, I think it's going to be very hard to grovel on a statue. Let me just roll a D20 here and say, yeah, you are uh, uh so again Gr- Grin was kind of like perched on the shoulder of this headless angel uh just hanging there and you I think he falls prone which basically uh is a faceplant into the uh the ground in front of him. Uh Grin thankfully you weren't that high up. Oh, but you land on your face <laughs> for six face. Six face damage. <laughs> six uh, now that's some good damage. groveling. Yes. If you don't yeah, get right. face
2: damage, are you really groveling? That's
3: yeah. a good question. Yeah, yeah.
2: Dan, I'll no. note down
3: six six, six damage there. Uh, Grin is not looking great. Uh, face down in the in the mud, no longer perched uh, atop a statue, bedecked with skulls and goat corporate corpses, which is you know seems like Grin's preferred element. Um, yeah. Wow. Evan, strong strong opening turn. Anything else?
1: Uh yeah, so as uh his bonus action uh he will cast uh Shield of Faith on Oh no 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 I can't cast two two spells at the same time. So uh as his bonus action he will sit there and um look look uh, very, very upset and uh, with his pixie cut he will move his hair and his bangs kind of whip in the air a little. That's mm-hmm. his, that's All his
3: right. bonus action. Excellent, uh, Krong, you are next.
2: I would like to proceed up the hill to here, mm-hmm. then finding myself largely obscured from this bugbear by the corner of this rock. I would yeah, like there's
3: there's up. a lot of rubble here for provides a lot a lot of lurking space in this. Thing ah, I heard
2: I heard there was some gravel too.
3: I was not super paying attention. Uh,
2: <laughs> I would like to do. As my bonus action, I would like
3: to do a cunning
2: action, Hide. Mm-hmm. And I rolled a 25 on Stealth.
3: It's the bugbear assumes that you have gone to another town.
2: Oh, <laughs> and almost immediately, a long, hairy arm shoots out around the corner of the rock. And I have reach because of how bugbears are mm-hmm. shaped. And I'm going to stab that bugbear in the face with my rapier. What? Wow. Yeah. Bugbear versus bugbear.
3: What it always comes down to.
6: More face mm. damage.
3: I rolled a twelve to hit. Oh. yeah! The uh, the bugbear kind of nimbly ducks out of the way, uh, oh. perhaps knowing hang on, that. Hang on, hang on. You <gasps> did say I was hidden, right? Yes. Well then, surely I have advantage on this attack. Surely. Sorry, I forgot the whole. Don't call this bugbear. It. Surely. So, <laughs> I've I've also as I stand... despite someone. Someone who plays Dungeon Dragon three times a week, forget how it works. <laughs> at least at least every 25 Makes me feel hours. so much better. I have actually yeah. rolled
2: a 17 to stab Shirley.
3: Alright. Uh Shirley the Bugbear gets stabbed in the face um by your 17 uh attack with your sword. Um roll me some damage.
2: Okay, well, counting the 2d6 um sneak attack damage, that's 19. But you would say, surely, uh, was this creature surprised? Uh, I think so. I'm surprised. Oh, in that case, I get this extra surprise attack damage, don't I? Really? Wow. Well, that's what it says. Once per combat, if you surprise a creature and hit it with an attack on your first turn in combat. Ooh. So a total of 26 damage.
3: Wow. Wow. Uh, just to be clear to our, our other new newer adventures, twenty-six damage is a devastating amount of damage that probably would have slain many of you. Uh Krong has, has snuck up here in the rubble, conceals himself in the shadow, and then his giant long arms have just reached out and just stabbed that bugbear in the face. Somehow that bugbear is on his feet, but just barely, having taken just a an amount of damage that I think would have probably dropped Many, if not all of you. Um, And this once fearsome nightmare monster uh, is not looking so great because you have a fearsome nightmare monster of your own. All right. Uh, Next up is Grin the Goblin. Now, Grin, I believe you basically have to spend your turn uh, taking no actions and groveling. Because of the uh, command. I'm really board.
5: sorry. I'm just doing my job. I, she tells me to come to collect the money. I'm sorry, you guys. Seem, you seem really nice. Oh God, Shirley, Shirley owes me like like ten copper pieces. Oh, this is not going well. Shirley gives you a blood tr- blood-trenched
3: glare. <laughs> Don't play poker with me. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hmm. All right. Ah uh, well very bold, strong turns for team uh not not on the, the Queen of Redwater side. Uh Jem <laughs> Aka, you best are the team next. name ever. Yeah. <laughs> T-shirt. You know. Yeah, it's it's hard to fit it all uh, yeah, on on the back of the jersey. So uh Rosemary, just to recap for our, our newer listeners uh, or adventurers, you are in combat. You have kind of a finite set of actions that you can do, uh one of them being what is in Dungeons and Dragons simply referred to as an action, which is usually like an attack or a spell. Uh you can also move, which is determined by your speed, and then you maybe also be able to do some bonus actions or free actions, which are usually kind of smaller smaller things in combat.
4: Well, I would like to use my cantrip of vicious mockery on Shirley mm. the Bugbear. Alright <laughs> And my, uh, just to be very clear I am mocking Your fur is so fluffy but yet covered in blood <laughs> oh, wow. oh no Oh dang you literally
2: added insult to injury
3: <laughs> <laughs> So I believe with Vicious Mockery The bugbear needs to make a wisdom saving throw Against your spell, spell thing I'm
4: double checking uh, Yes attack save is wisdom 12
3: Alright bugbear's rolling Bugbear has rolled an 11, which traditionally is less than 12. What happens to this bugbear that has been viciously mocked?
4: Uh, Well, there is four vicious mockery damage, I'm afraid, for the oh-so-fluffy blood-covered fur.
3: Is it four or is it a d4? A d4. Uh,
4: That is one d4, and I clicked on it, so it came up with four. So you rolled a four. Uh,
3: All right. (laughs) This is bad, uh, uh, Jamaica. The bugbear has already been stabbed in the face by Krong and has taken your words to heart and just kind of hits the ground, writhing, holding its bloody, bloody head as your insult murdered it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There would be some other effects to the bugbear if it was not dead. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Anything else you could move if you wanted? Um, I don't know where you want to be on the hillside.
4: Um... I'm going to move up behind Kron because right. he's, you know, also fluffy, but a nice bugbear.
3: Mm-hmm. Thank you. I hope. Uh, all right. Next up is Team Bugbear. Well, Team Bugbear is, I guess, can you have a team of one? Um, no. Oh, well, next up is the bugbear we have not had the pleasure of meeting uh, or learning the name Curly. of yet. Um, Hurley. Hurley Curly. the bugbear. Cannon. Yeah, Cur- okay. Curly and Shirley. Yeah. That's how I pick my bugbears. I like ones that rhyme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Curly the bugbear is here uh, and does not like this group of adventurers moving up the hill. Um, so uh, Curly uh, reaches. He's carrying a morning star, but also has several javelins strapped to his back. He reaches out and pulls out a javelin, and I think he is just going to lob a pointed javelin at. Gemica and see how that goes uh let's see here i have rolled an 18 which mm. is usually a very good number
4: yes yes it is
3: <laughs> all right you get a, a javelin in the side for nine piercing damage i suspect that that hurts a great deal
4: yes yes it does i actually think it's
3: i
5: think it's less than that that's melee damage
3: uh oh haha! thank you thank you co dungeon master. Uh they are much better <laughs> Ooh, at co-dungeon master. Right. right. You've yeah. been promoted. Been <laughs> promoted yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're back right. oh. <laughs> thank, thank you for keeping me honest. It's when he's throwing the the uh javelin, it's only five. Uh if he was stabbing you with it, it's worth nine. So five points of damage in your side, which is still not really not, not great. Not not, not, not your classic barding lifestyle to be stabbed with javelins. All right. Uh, next up is, uh, team goblin. Uh, there are a lot of goblins here. In fact, I'm regretting how many goblins <laughs> I have put on the map. Half of them run away. Is... No, I don't regret it that much. I just regret how much work it is to manage this many goblins. Um, the goblins, uh, were kind of, uh, a little bit further back they are pouring up the hill they're leaving the cover of the foliage um and um and 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 really just attacking the hillside here let's see
6: how much damage do they do the hillside
3: they so far no damage all right so here's the thing uh half of the goblins have short swords half of the goblins have short bows Everything about goblins is short. Um, so uh, only half of them are going to be able to attack. Um, I think that based on how far away you are and um, that they're kind of shooting through the ruins at you as they kind of charge forward, I'm going to say they have disadvantage as they pepper pepper you with arrows. Um, so I'm going to have four goblins roll attacks on, let's say, Krong, Jemica, Caleth, and... Um, we'll say Enovin, because the four of you are in the front. So,
4: let me just check here my goblin math. Um... Is the disadvantage because we're partially hidden behind a rock and a bugbear?
3: Yeah, basically there's a bunch of, you know, there's a decent amount of architecture between you and them, so they're not very good at this. Um, so, Krong, first arrow... Ooh, I rolled really well, even with disadvantage. Uh, 18 to hit. Oh, that wow. will hit me. Uh, you're going to take five piercing damage. Gemita, oh. Uh I rolled a seven. You can check if that hits you, but I'm pretty sure it doesn't.
4: Nope.
3: Uh, Caleb. I rolled a 16 is pretty good. Uh, I'm a 15, so I guess I'm hit. Yeah. Wow. You get caught so in close. the arm for five piercing damage. Ow. Ow, and ow, ow. and Avan. Uh Enovan, I rolled a critical fail. You are unsure if a goblin was actually targeting you. Right. Um, right. All right. Belen. there are many things that you could smash.
6: Um, all right. So I was going to go hit Grin the Goblin, but now I guess I'm going to go hit Curly the Bugbear. So I run up to him with my... Oh, let's do the Morning Star first. Morning Star for Morning Star. And, ah, 12 versus AC?
3: On um, Grin? Oh, so Curly. Curly. Uh,
6: Curly, I think, is tougher than that. Curly is tougher than that. Okay. He's got a uh, hide armor and a shield. All right. Well, since I have two weapons and two weapon fighting, I'm also going to use my oh. Warhammer to try to hit. Ah, left You're hand is better. Carrying a morning
3: star and a warhammer, yep. as <laughs> so. is traditional,
6: uh, and that's a nineteen versus AC, which I feel better about. Well,
3: Curly is a well burly, buff, well armored bugbear, but not not that well armored.
6: Uh, so that is seven points okay. of damage because I don't get my bonus for the second, right? The left yeah. hand, yeah. Okay, I guess. so seven. Points right. Curly
3: is Shirley and Curly's sister. <laughs> yes.
2: I'm oh, getting very confused.
3: Burley, Burley is not going to be I'm happy about what you did to Shirley. What so. am I going to tell Burley? I... <laughs> <laughs> you know, we used to Wait. date. <laughs> and,
4: well, uh, I'm, I'm just going to put this out there. If we kill Grin, then he doesn't have to tell Burley. So. <laughs>
3: yeah,
5: so am <laughs> really
3: doing him a favor <laughs> at that point. Yeah, it's so a time saving. Um, or
4: we could just leave him on one health and like him around mm-hmm. in one of those onion soup. Uh, bowls. Mm -hmm. Leave him a voucher
3: for an onion soup. (laughs) All right, Bellin, you have uh, delivered a nice whack to Curly. Anything else?
6: Nope, I think that's it. I just, like, growl a little.
3: Yeah, (laughs) you're also right in Curly's face now. It seems like Curly is not going to be throwing javelins at anybody else anytime soon. K. left, our sorcerer friend. You are down at the hill, um, not too far away from the battle. What's going to happen? So...
0: I have a longbow and Mm. I would like to shoot that at what?
1: (laughs) Remember, Shelley, that you can move closer
3: if you'd like. Yeah.
0: And a longbow's range is up
3: to your speed, which is thirty feet, which is pretty good. Goblin.
4: I don't we haven't named the goblins. Not yet.
3: (laughs) Not 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 each individual goblin, no, you have not had the Are we referring
4: to the most goblins one through ten? Or however many? Um you know,
3: I am not gonna tell you how to, how to name goblins. I, I, I to wouldn't wanna or...
0: differentiate. I'm just going to uh knock an arrow and uh aim it at a goblin. All right. So it's so I've got okay, I'm gonna roll a D twenty and and I rolled a sixteen. Nice. All right. Twenty. That's great. All
3: right. 20, so uh you knock your arrow to your new freshly purchased longbow. You, you 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 it <laughs> take still the has that new
0: longbow it. smell.
3: Yeah, it's oh yeah, it's got it smells Ooh. like it's got like a a a tree scented thing on it which is weird because it's made out of <laughs> yeah, wood.
0: <laughs>
3: uh and you fire your arrow, do you want to be uh you, you targeted a goblin, how about we say this little our friend here and you fire your arrow and it catches him uh right in the uh kind of in the neck. So the next thing you got to do is you got to roll me damage. Uh Dan, do you know what the damage is for a uh... so roll a d8, roll as three high as you can. Plus plus the 2. Tube, yeah. Uh, five damage, uh, which is not, you know, a lot of damage. But let me tell you, when you are just a as yet unnamed goblin, that is a lot of damage. <laughs> a, a significant <laughs> amount of goblin blood splashes on to the uh, to the ground uh, here at the uh, the Headless headless Angel. K- Caleth was at the end of the order, which brings us back around to Enovan at the top. How long does is command? Uh, how long does that last?
1: So yeah, I was just checking that out. It it just says. I think you
3: just lose your next
1: turn. Yeah, I think it's just one one round, one round. So gotcha. Yeah. All right. So um, here's what Enovan's going to do. Enovan's going to move here.
3: Scurry up the hillside. Yes,
1: and he is going to n- notch his short bow uh and Mm hmm hmm. well you know what he is going to point it at grin because Mm -hmm. grin shot at him first Mm -hmm. so uh turnabout is only fair play
3: i think grin grin is kind of still feeling the effects of your command right so grin is kind of like locked in this like and like animated loop of groveling um so I think Grin is going to have a real hard time trying to duck or dodge a bow. So I think you have advantage.
1: All right. Well, uh, so my first roll was a 16. Will that hit?
3: Uh, Dan, remind me, is Grin harder to hit than a
5: normal goblin? Yes, he is harder to hit than a normal goblin. I think his armor class is, uh, oh, I had this up and I had written it down, and then I misplaced it because he's wearing studded leather armor. It's very fashionable. Yeah. he has got a shield, also very fashionable. He's probably so that's a uh, I think his I think his uh, AC is now exactly sixteen. Oh, so. okay. Oh, he's that's, got a shield while he was using a short bow, right? That's true. He was. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's confused. He's got back. a lot of things. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. He well, does back
5: and he's groveling. So technically, you know he, what? All you right. know, you well, don't, all right. you
3: don't get to be the, the, the representative of the Queen of Ro- Ro- Redwater without being really good at multitasking, yeah. Monty. You, <laughs> well, you know, in this economy, right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well, um, so, uh, Enevin er- uh, had recently seen, uh, what the the humans like to call a motion picture called the matrix and his he was a, mm-hmm. a fan of the one they called Trinity. And in fact his haircut
3: <laughs> is this a story that Jemica was telling you on the walk over here. Yeah 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 <laughs> a, a, bard, <laughs> a seven bard's seven telling bar,
1: yes a, so well uh well they were they were actually conversing about it because uh he also knew about this and, and it helped mm-hmm. bond them and and it's kind of how what inspired his haircut. Mm. Uh, it, he he really had an affinity for Trinity, and he <sighs> says, "Dodge this." And uh, his second role was a Dirty Twenty. So <laughs> wow. uh, yeah, so I think that hits. Correct. Yeah. Um. And oh oh oh, jeez. Two points of piercing oh.
6: damage. Ah, that's my that's my shoulder.
1: Oh, that was so much work. You had to
2: bring in the matrix for that to work. Right. Yeah. <laughs>
6: it was. It was all finesse. Yeah. So much effort in the finesse. Yeah. Mm. But it misses studs.
1: Mm.
4: I just I, added some new ones.
2: I like the part where you jumped in the air and hovered there for a bit.
3: Right. Like, yes. While shooting him. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And then yeah, and then it yeah. I think it was I. It still, it was still bullet time, and it slowed down. (laughs) So when it hit him, Mm. there wasn't. If they had invented
5: cameras, it would have panned around you like a lot. Yeah.
1: (laughs) All right. Anything else, Evan? Yeah. Why don't we, uh, as a bonus action? Let's see. I I do have bonus actions, believe it or not. I will cast Shield of Faith. On on uh, myself or Enovan will cast Shield of Faith on himself, which gives him uh, plus two on his AC.
3: Okay, excellent. Because you're about to be surrounded by goblins. Yep. Um, yep. Krong.
1: Uh, well,
2: Krong will take a look at Curly and theatrically walk away mm-hmm. one square and then immediately <laughs> hide with the cunning Mm -hmm. action
3: known to rogues. Everybody else in the party, you're going to see this a lot. (laughs) Yeah, can I ask a question about bugbears and object permanence? (laughs) It's hard in battle,
2: you know? Well, I'm clearly going up north, uh, or I would be. I rolled an eleven. See you later, says Krong
3: in this very exaggerated way. <laughs> right.
2: I, I walk heavily so that my steps
5: yeah. seem to get
3: quieter. Yeah, he's he's hold, holding a change of address. Did form you do the thing does.
5: as you like? where you like pretend to go downstairs? behind yes. you, like, yeah. exactly. i
1: go
3: going in the to basement. the basement of yeah. these ruins.
5: Uh,
1: but
2: I did only roll an eleven on stealth.
3: Uh, let me just check. Uh, well, I think that this is battle, so that uh, bugbear's passive perception is ten. Oh. Uh, so I think, yeah. Well, I'm gonna say that
2: then he won't yes. notice
3: when I immediately turn
2: around and go back to the same square I was in.
3: <laughs> what now? Is this a new Krong? <laughs> yeah. I thought you left. It's another bugbear.
2: It's me, Surely. <laughs> Here, hold the point of this rapier.
5: Did, did Krong go around the corner, put on his Cool Cat t-shirt,
3: and come back as yeah, though he were they? a different yeah. bugbear?
2: I regret to inform you that I have rolled a natural 20.
3: Oh, oh no. There. Is this so that's probably real bad for a bugbear <laughs> so so uh for our new players uh when you roll a natural 20 that is an exciting moment in dungeons and dragons uh you get to in fifth edition DD uh du- you get to roll the damage die twice monty rolls a lot of damage dice that he will now get to roll twice so probably it's just a question of how murdered is Curly the bugbear, uh, because I don't see a scenario where Curly lives through this. But let's find out together yes. with Matt. 28 plus
2: 3. 31 points of damage, please.
3: I hope that listeners were getting real attached to the story of Curly, Burly, and Shirley the bugbear, uh, because that the last one is the one that you should put all your hopes <laughs> and dreams into.
2: <laughs> oh, classic fairy tale structure. I love yes, it. Yes.
3: Yeah, as Curly the bugbear hits the ground full of stabbings and minus a lot of blood
2: and yeah. I still have a little bit of movement left and I'll just uh
3: do that alright <laughs> the end lurk, lurk about in the shadows of the ruins
2: I'll, yeah I'll do a little uh victory lurk Mm-hmm.
3: All right. Grin the Goblin, congratulations. It's your first real turn in combat because you are no longer under the effects of command. You are lying in the mud groveling, uh, but now you're groveling, I guess, out of free will and not out of the power of a command spell. Uh. Things (laughs) are not good for you, Grin. You really, Your instructions were to return with a bag full of money, uh, and so far you're down two bugbears, which are the really powerful enforcers in your gang, and you are not currently up any money unless you search the pockets of the bugbears, which seems dangerous to do so right now. You do still have a small army of eight goblins behind you, uh, but I don't know. Grin, this is the time to do some some soul-searching.
5: I yeah. you killed Shirley and Curly. How am I going to explain this to the queen? This is really, really cramping my style today. Plus, Glob over there, you know, he's basically only barely hanging on. You shot an arrow in my shoulder. I'm just... I was just here to collect some money. I don't see why you had to get so, so violent. Uh, I, maybe I shot an arrow, but it was only one arrow. I mean, you know, how big a deal could it be? It didn't even hit the guy. Uh, Grin is going to uh, get to his feet, which will use some of his movement up. Mm-hmm. And he is going to uh, level a bow at, well, Enavon, because Enavon shot him. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. they're going to keep going on that line. Um
3: and uh am i
1: behind cover so is it
3: um i don't think you have enough cover to to, to do anything there but you do have your shield the faith yes
5: yes all right so uh short bow attack from grin grin rolled a critical fail Mm. it's hard (laughs) it's hard to shoot a bow with an arrow in your shoulder let me tell you (laughs) Uh, it is emblematic of how Grin's whole day has been going. Honestly, Grin, I think at this point, Grin is probably like uh, trying to try to squeeze back through here and like get behind this statue and uh, perhaps let his mm. uh, uh, his
3: goblin army try to take some of these guys out. Uh, Grin, I'd like you to do me a favor here. Uh, Shirley and Curly are dead. Uh, you have uh been seen groveling in front of your uh your 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 supposed enemy here. Uh, can you just roll me a quick uh, let's call it a a, a d4 for how many goblins no longer have any faith in you? <laughs> <laughs>
5: uh, two two goblins have decided that perhaps Grin is not the ideal leader for this particular situation.
3: All right. Just gonna make note of that. Uh, <laughs> what is a good icon for dispirited grid. Are they are <laughs> they They're turning tail? Case. Is that what's happening here? Are they? Yeah, yeah I, I think that's that's yeah. You you notice that two goblins look like they have no Gulk. heart left. Come
5: alone. on, Gulk. Yeah. Store Zib, you too. Come on, guys. It could have happened to anybody.
3: <laughs> are you writing
2: these names down, Tony?
3: <laughs> uh, hold on, that was G- Gulk. <laughs>
5: I'm just using well, a list of...
3: Uh, Stores. Uh, oh, Storzab.
5: All right. I got a list of goblin names. I decided I should oh. use them.
3: <laughs> the Fantastic Adventures adventure comes with a list of goblin and bugbear names that I provided Dan with. So, uh, All right. Will we ever learn the, the tale of Stores of and Gulk, the goblins that ran away and never said anything or did anything? For <laughs> answers to questions <laughs> such as these, uh, well, it's Rosemary's turn, so... <laughs> <Rosary>. <laughs> uh
4: quick question i believe uh mm. my healing word is a bonus action
3: oh nice yeah
4: uh does that mean that i can use that and a cantrip
3: indeed at you the can same time? yes wonderful yeah.
4: then uh i would like to use a message on gulk and say well why don't you kill grin <gasps>
3: <laughs> nice. give me uh give me a quick implicit persuasion check in that message and you know what i'm gonna say you've got advantage because of everything okay. that's happened to well the today. first
4: one scored me 20 uh so okay and the second one scored me 20 so
1: whoa
4: I, i'm really okay, persuasive well, today yeah. i'm pretty persuasive with my cantrip message
3: nice work we'll find out we'll find out what happens on the goblin's turn um but it's still your turn
4: okay wonderful so i'll follow this up with a bonus action of a healing word please and okay uh if i cast that oh sorry uh so i need to i get to heal myself with four points so i am back up to 14
3: all right you're all set rosemary
4: Yes, yeah. The cool. javelin all is right. no longer in my side, and uh, I'm limping mm. a little bit, but I'll, I'll recover. It'll be fine. Right. Excellent.
3: Walk it off. Um, I, I, I think walking it off is probably horrible advice. If you I mean, I just need some French javelin. onion soup. French yes. onion yes. soup
4: is the, the right. cure for all problems and ills.
3: Total party kill is not a source of uh, authority. Uh, Brought to you
5: by this. French onion soup. Mm. C'est magnifique. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sacre bleu
3: uh next all right that's enough goblin talk people uh, next, sorry goblin onion right. oh that's much worse much worse <laughs> next up would be uh uh the bugbears turn they are dead i'm just trying to imagine what vegetable would be referred to as a goblin onion it might just be a potato but maybe it's like eggplant i don't know um it's a scallion <laughs> yeah small green love it <laughs> next up is team goblin um one of the goblins just makes a break for it um Gulk also is gonna head off, but on his way. Uh Dan, you wanna roll a quick uh quick attack for Gulk with advantage as he tries to stab Grin in the back? <laughs> uh he rolls a ten with
5: his uh short sword. Even there. with advantage? Yeah, I rolled a six and a one. Oh, all right. He's right. half-hearted. I mean, like, he yeah. and Grin go back a ways. He doesn't really want to kill him, but that voice was just so persuasive. He was He's best like, man I at Gulk's wedding. I could
3: no, no. No. give him a little stab. <laughs> like, if he dies, that's not on me. <laughs> I don't know what it's about, you adventurers. You guys kill thousands of bandits. <laughs> And animals and things like that, but when when I give you like three goblins and you are like, let us paint a rich, multi generational backstory around <laughs> right. their entire
6: Is Top Hat Junior still happy?
3: Oh yeah, he's he's doing great. He, he is Good. he is a uh, he's he met a nice uh, a goblin in the city. Uh, they run a plumbing business together. Uh, they're thinking of uh, get buying putting a down payment on a on a nice little cottage on the other side of town. Uh, things are coming great together great for uh, Top Hat Junior
2: that all sounded made up it sounded like you were saying oh yeah Top Hat Junior is on a farm
3: upstate <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: At
1: grandma's farm
2: <laughs> he runs and plays all day
3: chases bunnies you know when I was a kid we had a dog that I think went to a farm upstate and I still am not sure if that was that was true or not <laughs> um. I mean, like, I could ask my parents. I just don't know if don't I would do
6: it. Yeah, be do able it. to yeah. believe
3: if it. If you yeah. live in a
0: state where it's not, where there is no such thing as upstate, then you know that there's.
3: Well, no, we were in a state that had farms. Like, we were in a state where the farm You can was, have a farm, you know, but nobody, nobody in minutes.
0: my state says upstate. So if you yeah, said farm upstate, that would, that would be, be, that would be suspicious.
3: But yeah, the, he's, they, they run, he, you know, when you move to Waterdeep, you start out in Goblin Town. It's a neighborhood there. Uh, he met another, you know, new person to, well, Waterdeep. This is not going to make any sense to anybody else You didn't listen to that one adventure. Um, but you know, they're, they're, they're think, they're, they've got a business. They're thinking of starting a family. Things are really coming together to them. Uh, you know, anything is possible in this fantasy world where there are jobs. It's like we just watched a <laughs> so, commercial
2: for a spinoff of a different game.
3: Yeah. yeah. Um. So, uh, all right. So the two goblins that are, are in this adventure, at least briefly, Uh, Storzib has run away. Galk has took, taken a half-hearted stab at Grin, missed, and fled into the bushes. That does relieve... Uh, I believe there are six goblins still there in addition to their leader, Grin the Goblin. Uh, some of them are armed with bows, some of them with swords, uh, and they are, um, they are not happy. One of them, Glop, is badly injured. Uh, Dan, what do you think? I think this is a time the goblins are going to have to make one, uh, attempt at doing some damage before they, uh, they cut their losses. Um... Yeah.
5: I think, so, they, I think these
3: goblins are going to at least take some
5: shots here and try to uh, at least be able to tell the queen that they did their mm. best.
3: All right. Enovin, uh, you are still thankfully uh, shielded by your faith. Uh, two goblins come running around the rocks at you, one on each side. And they're going to make two scimitar attacks. Dan, would you mind rolling those for me? Absolutely. Uh, whoa, one of them rolled a six, which is
5: not great. The other mm. one... Rolled a natural 20. Which oh. is also Which not is, great. Yeah, yes, just for different people. <laughs> right. <laughs>
3: yeah. It's, it's in the highs and lows. Right. Yeah, highs and lows here on Total Party Kill. Um, so, Dan, guess what? Even for uh, uh, goblins, they get to roll double That's the damage right. die. they right? do.
5: Right? And they rolled
3: two ones. Really snatching
5: defeat oh. from the Jaws' victory there. <laughs> That's a total of four <laughs> damage.
1: All right. Well.
3: Enevan, how are you doing so far? Uh, I am down four. Out of, I'm just uh, curious. I, cause oh, out I of, out of 15, I points. Am, I, am, okay.
1: I am less than, Uh, you know, less than
3: 66%. Okay. Hurt. So things aren't great, but you're not in, you know, in in mortal peril yet. But you would probably prefer to be stabless. I, I um I, yeah, sure. And, yeah, you know, that's the thing of dreams here in Dungeons & Dragons. The friendly guard uh, is
4: Ready and willing with Healing Word when it gets to her turn.
3: This uh, third goblin is going to take a shot at Enovin with a bow and arrow. Uh, you are, I'm going to say, because of that cover, uh, it's going to have disadvantage. Uh, well, I rolled a critical success on one die, but when oh. you have disadvantage, you got to use the four on the other die. Wow. So that is going to be an eight. Oh, well, and <laughs> like that, that much misses... Better. So, his arrow hits the rock that you were uh, kind of hiding behind perfectly. Um, the other three goblins are going to kind of pour through the ruins here. Uh, what are they going to do? I think they see Krong and Gemika. Uh So, they're going to pop out here. Um, and, oh, ba- let's see. I'm going to spread out my attacks, I think uh dan roll me a quick scimitar attack as one rushes up to our bard friend all right uh that is a 15
4: that hits me i have 12
3: alas uh i am gonna roll a shortbow attack as one fires an arrow at uh oh god i've already forgotten the pronunciations of character names uh belen belen
6: belen yeah <laughs>
3: I have rolled an eight. That doesn't seem like that's going to hit a chainmail shirt wearing Dwarven Warrior. All right. And uh, Krong, a a goblin has popped around the corner, perhaps somewhat startled to see at you, and he kind of yelps and stabs you. Uh, He has rolled a 18 with his scimitar. Then he will successfully stab me. Five slashing damage. And the same to Gemeka as well. Yeah, same to Gemeka.
2: I have taken very nearly half of my hit points right. in damage.
3: Five damage, Rosemary. Cool. All right. Uh, Bell Ellen. Bell i I'm bad at names. Bell N. Bell, N. Bell, N. Bell, N. Bell, N. Bell N is your turn. Should so we go by Bell for short?
6: <laughs> sure. Let's go by Bell. Let's go by Bell. Um. Although she doesn't like books, it's it's a it's it's a thing. Um. So first, you can punch books. You can punch books. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and you can use books
4: to punch people.
1: Mm.
6: True. As a Born free action, drug. I'm gonna make eye contact with Grin the Goblin and just do like mm. the two finger, two finger, like. Gr- ice,
5: Grin I, is I, Grin is poking out behind that statue, and it's just like, oh, geez, yeah. yeah, she looks really scary.
6: Yeah. Uh, coming for you. But I've got to mow my way through these goblins first. So I'm going to step over the corpse of this felled bugbear. And I'm going to hit this goblin in front of me first with my Morning Star, 13. Uh, does a 13 hit a goblin?
3: It does not hit a goblin. Yeah.
6: A little off balance. You know, I'm a dwarf trying to, trying to navigate this giant corpse.
3: Yeah, bugbears are not the best uh, footing to yeah. do your attack. Yeah. That's that's some life advice for everybody out there. But
6: they might don't, make a great fur coat.
3: Yeah, I just I think they're not they're not the best step stool.
6: Yeah, so I'm gonna swing my very glossy my warhammer. So I'm gonna swing my warhammer, and that's a twenty-two versus AC.
3: Uh, yeah, that'll do it.
6: Uh, for five points of damage. And oh,
3: that is a lot of damage when you're just a little goblin.
6: I think I'm actually going to take my action surge mm. and hit at it, swing at it again with my Morning Star, and that's a 15 versus AC.
3: That is the AC of a goblin. So okay. as a fighter, uh, uh, Aline has this action surge ability where basically you get extra
6: actions. So, uh, and that's seven points of damage.
3: Oh, you basically cave this unknown goblin's head in. That's
6: just what I wanted to do. And uh, I laugh victoriously. <laughs>
3: okay, grin looks horrified. It's going to be very hard to question that goblin afterwards.
4: It's <laughs> um, okay, grin's still alive. Yeah, and that's right, his car's yep. around for a yep. bit.
3: Caleb, how's it going?
0: I'm just hanging out over here. Can I like throw some intimidation at these goblins who keep coming at us and keep getting pummeled? And just yeah. like, hey, so, yeah, so what I need to do is, oh, uh, 18 plus 2 is 20.
3: That's very good. Yes, that uh, very Dan, good. <laughs> you know how, Dan, what did I have you roll on Grin's last turn when people ran away from him? Uh, that was a good D4. 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 Yes, D4 goblins. Dan, next time it's a, at the Grin's next turn, please roll a D6 for how many goblins give up on him. Got <laughs> it. <laughs> because the goblins are, are, uh, are losing faith in really this whole operation right now. The question will be whether that die roll is higher than the number of goblins remaining. <laughs> it's possible it will be higher than the number of goblins remaining. So, um, Caleth, would you like to do anything else on your turn?
0: Um, what's the number of goblins? Maybe I should for a while. I'm feeling more secure about my position.
3: And I'll consider your intimidation there just like a bonus action. If you also want to cast a spell or, or fire a longbow shot,
0: uh, yeah, I'll I'll take another longbow shot. Sure, that sounds great.
3: Well, uh, Glop still has one of your arrows in his arm.
0: Oh, I thought Glop was gone, but I saw him there, and I was like, wait, what's up with
3: that? No, game? no, no, he's
0: all right. Glop is Glop's still on there? For the I mean, haul. he
3: wishes he had gone somewhere else. So
0: that is. I like how they
3: all get names right before they die. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so twenty
3: two. That's really good. I think that hits. Yeah, that that definitely hits. Now you get to decide or not decide. You get to roll a damage for your longbow.
1: Seven.
3: Yeah. That's wow. Uh, yeah. You That's how many hit points your...
5: Glop had like twenty minutes that ago. Glop,
3: <laughs> yeah, Glopp. Yeah, there was Glop like at the touched. start of the morning, Glop woke up with seven seven hit points. <laughs> uh, your arrow fires and hits uh, Glop there. right right between the eyes. He flopped backward. Uh which is good. Glop and another uh to be named goblin were, you know, flanking Enovan. things didn't look good, so the fact that there is one less goblin in the fray is uh, is good. Uh very nice uh sharpshooting from Kaleth. Uh Anavin, you are up next. Oh man,
1: uh what can Enovan do? Ooh ooh uh, Well there's a goblin right in your face. There is a goblin right in my face uh well Enovan. uh so um that light in his eyes that light mm. in his eyes that that we saw before the little menace um it seemed like a flame actually looks like flames to this unnamed goblin as Enovan uh looked at glop and looked at the corpse of glops and then turned and looked directly at this goblin. And, uh, Enovin casts the cantrip, Sacred Flame.
3: Oh, no. And, uh,
1: that is a deck saving throw.
3: All right. I will roll a deck saving throw. Uh, if there's anything goblins are good at, they are pretty dexterous. Uh, but not when I rolled, I, I rolled an 11. I suspect. Oh, I uh, yeah. Lower. The, save, the <laughs>
1: save was a 12. Mm. And this goblin will take three points of
3: damage. Uh, not good for the goblin.
1: Badly what's, wounded. What's good for the goose... <laughs> it's good, good for, for the goblin. Bad for the goblin. Bad for the goblin. <laughs> for the goblin. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> as a bonus action, uh, he will uh, take out his scythe, which... Uh, isn't in D and D Beyond, so instead of a scythe, he's got a sickle. It's, okay, you know,
3: the I, same. It's, I don't. I don't know the difference between those two things. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> I think. I think a, a sickle is a scythe with a shorter handle.
3: So one
2: is for wheat and one is for hay. Right. Yes. One of them is like a like more like a crescent
3: moon shape whereas the scythe yes. has like
5: the long
3: right. Mm. In... Scythe right. are only sourced to the scythe region of France. Yes, right. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise it's a sparkling sickle. Yeah. yeah it's a sparkling yeah. sickle. <laughs> uh... I take up my
2: glaive glaive Quizarm Bull's glaive. <laughs> <laughs> Stop
1: talking goblin talk, Monty. <laughs> <laughs> Been over this. So, uh yeah, so he Takes out his uh Scythe coal and uh nineteen to hit.
3: Oh wow. Yeah. Uh do you have enough actions to also do it? Yeah, yeah. This, yeah, this is my sure bonus action
1: what... ax- bonus action is uh yeah, so I can I can take a uh, two weapon Okay. Of, uh, for my bonus
3: nice. action. Uh roll me some damage yeah. as this uh goblin that has already been Sacred Flames is probably as his day continues to get worse.
1: Enivan decided to uh, take this unnamed goblin and also hit them for four more points of
3: damage. That is exactly how many hit points uh, the, uh, the goblin had. Edovan, I guess you kind of just, you locked off something very important with your scythe from this goblin that was already kind of dealing with being uh, melted with sacred flame. Um, this has not, not, not been a strong round for the goblins, unless you count death as like... <laughs> Thing, I do. That, doing is, great. that is a, that is a succeeding. strength. They're succeeding it's, at yeah. that. Yes. It's the, it's yeah. the
1: last greatest adventure. Mm.
3: Uh, Krong, I think you're up.
2: All right. I would like to hide. I don't know if you're going to let me because there's a goblin there and a goblin there. Why don't we say you do so with disadvantage? You're still really good at hiding, though, Krong. Okay. Either a 23 or
3: 19. I'll take the 19 okay uh well i think somehow you managed to find a little shadow in the ruins it does help that uh one of the other goblins was not focused on you it was focused on jemica so uh you have concealed yourself from the goblins once again all right then i will again
2: stab 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 that guy over there to the west okay
3: thank you all right next question is which goblin are you murdering
2: that roll was a one luckily the advantage I have rolled another one, so that is a critical failure
3: Wow, a rare failure okay for Kong. two uh two burly, long, long arms <laughs> dart out of the shadows with swords and like gently brush past the <laughs> past this goblin, who is like that's so really spooky, even if I'm not hurt and bleeding. <laughs> it is grin the goblin next well, grin the
5: goblin on his dice of fleeing goblins has rolled a four, which I do think covers. All remaining goblins.
3: I believe there's only three, three goblins Grin, left. Grin will still right.
5: peek out from behind the statue and say, you're doing great. Keep up the good work. And, and he's slowly <laughs> backing away. And then when he makes it to this hill, he is just going to turn and run.
3: All right. Uh, two of the goblins were not engaged with you. They had been hanging back, firing uh, arrows at you, and they basically turn to run. Um, but they don't get to do that until it is their turn. Uh, Jemica, there is a... uh Gemica. Gemica. Mm-hmm. no, nope, those Gam- both sound wrong. Hard G, yeah. hard G. Yeah. Uh There is the goblin is engaged with you, which means that if he runs away, you may be be able to stab at him uh, on his way when you're, you know, when you're fighting face to face with someone, you can't just or there are penalties to running away. Yes, uh, well. But yeah, it is clear the uh, goblin's spirits have been broken. Uh, grin is just gone. There's no it was like a cloud grin. of dust. Yes, yeah. There's just just a grin-shaped hole in the foliage uh, that he has disappeared through. Well, I've um, often
2: seen a hole without a grin. Oh, sorry. Mm.
3: All right. So, uh, Gemica, it is your turn.
4: Uh. So, uh, the uh, yeah, the the goblin next to me who is about to run away or is going to attempt mm-hmm. to run away. Uh, am I allowed to use my attack of opportunity now?
3: Um, Uh, as soon as it runs away, it will provoke an attack of opportunity from you.
4: Okay. Uh, I'm actually going to, I think use a spell for sleep because I think it might be good to have one of these goblins handy. And I'm wondering if we put him to sleep, then if we can basically kidnap him and make him tell us more information later. We need a cute mm-hmm.
2: mascot that works yeah. on us to make this more uh, kid friendly.
4: I'm glad that you de oh, escalated from
2: murder to kidnapping.
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's how it works on podcasts. One mascot goblin uh, that is your friend undoes eight to twelve murders. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's worth a
6: shot. That's just some basic math. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I'm just doing things up, this is not this is not a math this is appeal to children uh so how does sleep work because I don't know
4: uh sleep has a range of 90 feet um or I can reduce the range um and uh it lasts for one minute so that is 10 right. turns of combat I believe
3: and yeah that's a lot of time in combat
4: Yes, and uh, if I click on cast, then what happens? So
3: I believe sleep even would usually be used on a, uh, a like a, a, a range of enemies because yeah. it will put a certain number of hit points to sleep. Yes. I don't. I don't think it is possible for you not to put one goblin to sleep. Um, I think unfortunately the goblins are spread out so you can't target multiple goblins easily. Uh um, I believe but, it has yeah.
4: a spherical range of twenty feet, if I yeah. choose to do that, oh. or ninety feet in a directional range.
3: You could, yeah. you could so you get to it put it a right circle there. of twenty. Is does but it, it, might do put there, is like, it like
4: is it two, enemies two or goblins? creatures? It is enemies okay. specifically. Oh.
3: I believe. So uh, I think it's, it's creatures. Oh no, it does say it says
4: yeah. creatures into oh, then I probably should not. So do the tricky
3: thing is like well, you i you could totally find a circle that just has one goblin in it. I think Aline was saying like, the oh, those two goblins are The problem is, Krong is apart. also
4: going to get hit,
6: or and me, I'm right next to him, so yeah. Depending yeah. On how yeah. you did it, yeah. That so said, the
5: way him. sleep works, just to clarify, is it starts with the people with the lowest number of hit points. So depending on if Krong has taken any damage, he probably has a lot more hit points than goblins, so it will hit the goblins first. Right. And probably. Plus, if it hits him, you just nudge him and you can wake him up
4: again. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> you
5: might like a nap. You don't know. Is this is
4: true. I mean, would yeah. it heal him potentially? Is that a bonus? No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I have taken a long very rest.
2: nearly half of my hit points of damage.
4: Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, all right. Then instead, I'm just going to use my crossbow and I'm just going to shoot at the goblin next to me because, you know. Let's right. re-escalate from kidnapping back up to murder. Uh, I think yep. that that's a good idea. Uh, are
3: we
2: still allowed to pretend we are attacking non-lethally?
3: Um, yeah, you can pretend it. I mean, I, it's pretty clear to me that uh, Bellin was not pretending
4: that. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All uh, right. But
2: like Rosemary could say, yeah. I am attacking non-lethally and just knock someone out
3: with her crossbow shot. I think you could shoot somebody in the foot with a crossbow. I mean, I like I'm going to
4: shoot him in the foot and I've just rolled 21. So okay, they're, well,
3: they're... Gr- good. Not- it bounces off his foot and hits him in the face. Uh, no, but <laughs> you totally hit him in the foot. Um, and uh, so... for
4: five piercing damage.
3: All right. He is
5: very badly hurt. I like the idea that Bellin was yelling, I'm attacking non-lethally, but just lying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm attacking non-lethally. Cranks Beating the to death <laughs> with a <war laughs> hammer. I'm it's, not it's great,
6: great perception. at deception. I'm not great at it, but I try. You know? It's okay. It's I've set
2: My morning star to stun. <laughs> yeah.
5: Usually, a morning star does stun, but it's on the way to kill. <laughs>
6: right.
5: Yeah,
3: meant to swap in that nerf nerf morning star yeah, briefly. Briefly stunned before he was dead. <laughs> All right, it is Team Goblin. Uh, I think the other two goblins are just going to run away, uh, but there is a goblin right next. Uh, to gemica uh that goblin provokes an opportunity attack from you as it goes
4: wonderful can i attack with my crossbow again for this opportunity attack
3: uh dan what do you usually, usually a ranged dagger.
5: attack at uh, close range would incur disadvantage okay so i'd be yeah, better off using my dagger to...
4: yeah all right
2: i also get to attack it with an attack of opportunity
4: all
3: right oh because of your crazy range, range? yes Yes.
4: Well, my attack of opportunity gets 18 when I roll that uh, with my dagger, and my piercing damage is 3.
3: All right. Uh, Krong, do you want to do something also?
2: I would like to attack it non-lethally, please. Yep. 15. Uh, That's its armor class. Well, then, I see it is engaged in combat with an ally of mine, so I will take that sneak attack damage. Thank you. The uh, right? Non-lethal sneak
5: attack. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Eleven
2: points of non-lethal damage, please. You know, goblins
5: have All like right, seven so... hit points,
3: right? <laughs> yeah. I basically yeah. imagine that, uh, Jemica, you have, me. you have shot you have shot him in one foot with a crossbow bolt, and it's running away. You basically throw your dagger into the other, or I guess you not throw clip clip the other foot with a, and he stumbles and Krong with his giant long monster arm basically clotheslines him, uh, and that that. That, uh, that, that, uh, that goblin is, uh, on the ground, uh, unconscious and significantly bleeding. Well, you have dealt with uh, the emissaries of the Queen of Redwater. Uh, you have dispatched many a bugbear and many a goblin. Several uh, lie uh, unconscious, where no doubt you will question them uh, next session, where others have lived and run away to tell the tale of these fearsome adventures from the town of White Sparrow. What will be the repercussions of this battle? What will you learn? of the Queen of Redwater? Will you make your way to the ancient Dwarven Dam that controls all of the water in the valley? For answers to questions such as these, tune in next time to Total Party Kill.